Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast, so it's just me today. The games, movies and TV, as long as that's something that's happened in the last week and then there will be something from the last week, I'm sure. If you're not checking us out on YouTube, please do. Um, while you're there you could subscribe as well, that'd be a big help. And click for notifications so you find out when new content is available. And who doesn't like new content? So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Right, here we go. Oh, okay, so, you know, I keep saying I'm going to take the time to set stuff up. It looks super loud. Am I loud? Am I too loud? I think some people in life would say yes. See, there's a fine line. Oh, I'll take five more minutes just to set up. Yeah, glad I bothered. Right. Oh, man, it's going to be another one of those. Okay, so. I'm not going to talk about lockdown. Um, just let me check. And I'm not going to talk about... Um... Um, like race related police brutality or race related crimes or hate crimes uh, any of that I'm just going to talk stuff um, so first thing on my list is technology updates so do, 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 do. last Tuesday, um, I felt like I was cursed, which is, you know, part of the way my life goes anyway. Um, and I felt like I had the electronic curse every single electronic item that I touched was like ah I need an update yeah yeah that's right I need an update it's like cool um and ended up booting up like all the computers all the laptops all the tablets all the all the variety of technological devices and literally every single one of them was like Yep, you haven't turned me on for eight seconds. Uh, let's do an update. Right, okay. So, um, the laptop I use, I'm using right now, that was like, oh, I've got, I've got an update. It's like, you've always got an update. There's always something. Um, I have concerns about said laptop, as I'm sure we know at this point in time. There will be a point where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to let it switch off, because obviously we've had things recently so look out for that in a few minutes um so no surprises that the laptop was like i need to do an update I'm like fine um i'd put another laptop on that's like hey welcome back let's do an update I'm like cool um like i say every every single item that could do an update was like let's do an update I'm like cool and this went on for an entire 24 hours. Anytime I went near any electronic device, and I'm, I'm talking like the TV. Turn the TV on. TV's like, I need to do a software update. Like, cool, I guess. I won't take long. All right. So I was like, oh, the TV's updated. Uh, I want to watch something on... Um, a particular streaming service 
oh that app needs an update it's like cool so started on tuesday got to um about 10 o'clock Tuesday night and I'm like I can't believe what 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 sort of day it's been every single thing needed an update um, this laptop was like uh, I need to do an update like, right fine whatever um, and I was down to the last electronic item because once you've hit once you've hit a point you're like, well, I might as well update everything. Like, do software updates, you know, system updates, everything. Every update you can imagine. Let's do it all. So, I had one thing left. I'm like, let's just have a look what you think you need to do. And it was like, I'm fine. Like, I don't believe you. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't need anything. I'm good, mate. I'm good. Like, I haven't turned you on for a while, so... You sure on that one? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Cool, what if I press the button that says check for updates? Check it if you want, I'm fine. Okay, click. Oh, actually, seeing as you're asking, I could do to update... Like, three years worth of, like, system updates. I'm sure there was stuff on there that was like 2019 system update. It's like, okay. Well, surely you only need one of those. No, 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 I need three. I need three of those, three different points in 2019 that I needed to update. I didn't. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm looking at the time. I'm like, eh, you know, these things, they take, sometimes take a little while. The system updates, so they're quite, you know, quite crucial. They can take a little while. It's not, it's not too bad clicked the button and I've been in this position before and I don't know why I still do it um, Einstein's definition of madness I guess um, I clicked the button made sure the item was plugged in and it's like cool I'll crack on and as I'm sure we all know at this point in time there's you've got to download the, uh, the installation then you've got to install the installation then you've got to do a restart and then presumably it must be like some kind of check so it's got to do that this one ultimately needed like four of those stages to be done so half ten eleven o'clock and beyond and the percentage is like I am six percent I am six percent half an hour later I am seven percent and I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the time I'm like these things they sometimes go really fast they're like they'll like crawl forever and then they'll go really fast by one o'clock in the morning. No, sorry, no, I've jumped. No. By twelve o'clock, I was like, "This is a bit of a shit show." I can see what's going to happen here. This is going to take forever. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get ready for bed because I can't do anything at this point in time. It's doing its thing. It's plugged in. Job, jobs are good. I'm going to get ready for bed. That kills some time. It's a job I need to do. Get myself ready. <coughs> do my sort of going to bed ritual. Part of which is when I go to bed, I read. I read, read a few chapters of, of the book I'm reading. Sets me up real nice for a sleepy, sleepy time. So, I walk out of the room where everything goes on. The games, the podcasts, the system update for technological device i walk into the bedroom so the way i do it is i go and turn the kindle on because it takes a while to switch on and and do and do it switching on thing i'll go and brush my teeth while it's switching on come back 
Kindle's ready to roll, I can get into bed and read. I switched the Kindle on. I went into the bathroom. I came back. Any guesses? Yeah, that's right. Kindle needs a system update. This could take a while. It's like, you motherfucker. Like, by that point, 24 hours of every, uh, every single item that I touched. I, I'm not, I can't, if the kettle ran with some kind of computer in it, it would have needed an update. The toaster wouldn't, the fridge, every item. And then the Kindle's like, new system update, PS, this could take a while. I was like, Jesus. So we're closing in on one o'clock at this point in time. So I'm between rooms. I'm coming in here, checking the thing. We're up to like 30% at this point. Going back, checking the Kindle. Nah, mate, I'm busy. Come back in here, check the thing. 36%. Back to the Kindle. No, not done yet. And this was it. I ended up going to bed at two o'clock in the morning. That was at the point that the uh, the computer thing was like, yeah, I'm I, I'm done. The Kindle had managed to do its update and was ready to roll, and I'd end up reading for a little while. But I was just back as far as back as far as back as far as. So that was that. The next day, I switched the... I, can't, I don't know what to call it, because it's like a tablet, but it's also a computer. You know, it's got a keyboard and stuff, but it's also... It's an amalgamation of a lot of different things. Um, I turned it on, having done all the updates now before, and it was like... Got, got, got an update to do. You good with that? Like, do whatever. I don't care anymore. So, yeah, for all of the joys that modern technology bring, there are every now and then those days where you're like, all of this stuff can just sod off. My favourite is uh, one of the laptops... Um, it's like I'm full like okay you're full what with I'm not going to tell you okay give me a clue it's stuff okay what kind of stuff it's things like right okay google it your laptop has stuff on it uh huh Here's how you find out what it is. And just this labyrinth, absolute labyrinth of, go here, click this, do that, press this button. Now, admittedly, one of the things that I found actually was helpful. It was like, you need to do this, and you need to do that, and you need to do the other. Turned out that presumably this isn't the first time this has happened because the thing that I was actually looking for was on the desktop. I just hadn't realized. I was like, fuck open it up and it's like I've got stuff like yes I know I want you to do a system update I can I'm full yes I know give me a clue on what you are full with and I will help get rid of it I'm not telling so it's one of those I managed to narrow down that for 120 gig 60 of it is iTunes and the other 60 is a mystery. Managed to get so far with it to the point that I was like, Do you know something? The only answer to it is to take iTunes off because at least that that frees up 60 gig. So yeah. Um my um few a uh, few things off the back of this. Since then it's like it's not like it was just one day I've like I've had updates, other updates found that um, 
the iPad was like, hey, I'm fine. You don't need to worry about me. Like, okay. Like, unless you want to update 175 apps. Yeah, okay. That was like days later. Uh, I think that was like Saturday or something. Um, and the other thing is that my PlayStation is haunted. Um, I, I turn it off and I turn the TV off and I go off to do the aforementioned reading. Uh, and then I'll be like lying in bed reading a book and then I'll just hear like the PlayStation like, hey, let's play. And like turns itself on, ejects the disc. It's like, I'm ready. Cool, turned you off nearly half an hour ago. What the hell do you think you're doing? Um, so yeah, I'm having fun with technology this week. Um, yes. Fun. So. Let's see. Hey, you know I was talking about renting movies? I got really into renting movies because it was like a, a cool way of uh, not having to like quote unquote acquire them um, and you know it's like if you want to watch something new that you didn't go to the cinema especially at this time so on and so forth um, and it's been probably not even 50-50 I was going to say oh it's been pretty 50-50 but I don't think it has I, I've only rented stuff that I was glad that I didn't buy, I think, is uh, is the upshot. So the other day, I was like, like, over the space of like a couple of days, two films came up that I wanted to rent. No, scratch that. Two films came up that I wanted to see. First one is a film called Method in the Madness which is uh, Jason Muses of uh, Jay and Silent Bob fame. His di directorial debut. Um, it's one of those things, um, people that I like, people that I follow, so on and so forth, I like to try and support, uh, whether that's seeing, you know, seeing their films or um, go into the cinema for big release stuff or 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 what um i try and support people that i enjoy um so something like that i was like hey that's uh that's cool um let's have a let's have a go on that shall we <clears throat> laptop time so i'm like you know something this is a perfect opportunity to rent it because the way it was advertised was hey people in the UK method in the madness is now available to rent and buy digitally like cool let's do this so I went to Amazon tappy 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 method in the madness and Amazon's like uh, yeah you want some whiskey cool like no Amazon don't be silly uh, I want the film Method in the Madness and Amazon's like mm, 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 never heard of it mate like fuck's sake um, I can't even think what the other place I checked I can't think where would I check Amazon However, so I'm like, I don't understand. The, the, the advertisement I saw for a man who says the adverts don't work on him um, said, hey, people in the UK, you can now rent Method in the Madness. And I saw that a couple of days ago. So what's, what's the deal? Little googly moogly. Google's like, yeah, of course you can rent it. Click on the link go to iTunes like uh, I'm good thanks so of all the places the, the only place that you can get that film digitally in the UK is iTunes and I'm just like literally the last place I would go to 
to rent or buy something to watch digitally. Honestly, can't say I know why. Um, I just... I'm, I'm weird with, with some companies. Like, you know, I've got an iPhone and I've just, I was just talking about the iPad, but I wouldn't rent something from iTunes because mm, why the hell would you? It's Amazon, isn't it? Um, so I'm like, okay, well, let's see, let's see about, you know, what the deal is. And I'm sure, I'm pretty sure, and I can't tell you, I'm sure, sure, let's just have a look. Um, I think it was too rich for my blood, uh, method... To the madness. In the madness. Ah, loads of podcasts. Cool, that's... Oh, here we go, movie. Comedy. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was. So, to rent, £5.49. Whereas to buy, £9.99. So, I paid £5.49 to watch Birds of Prey and I was obviously burnt horrifically by that experience and if I'm honest where I do like to try and support people and things like that I was like that is way too much money to ask for a film of this caliber and yes I'm aware it's got a load of cameos in of like famous you know other famous people I know Kevin Smith's in it I know Danny Trio's in it I know this is like other people, like other cameos in it. I get that. But probably falls on the side of low budget and it probably falls on the side of, you know, it's it's Jason Muse's directorial Jesus Christ. Directorial debut. <coughs> if you'd have asked me for three pounds fifty, you'd have had my money. iTunes. Jason Muse. So there. Especially when you can buy it for a tenner. Which you know that wasn't even twice that wasn't even twice as much, and pretty sure I looked it up on Amazon. No, Amazon did it. This was the other film I'm going to talk about. So I was disappointed because that fell in the category of I'm not going to do that. So that was that. Literally the next day. So there's a film a film called uh, The King of Staten Island. Uh, the King of Staten Island has a series of people in that, and it uh, is a film that I was definitely wanting to see. Purely because I've seen nothing but trailers for it and snippets and stuff. Um, and off the back of it, I got kind of got kind of invested in it. So main guy in it is Pete Davidson uh, of Saturday Night Live fame. Can't say I've ever seen him on Saturday Night Live. I think he's one of the newer guys. I, find, I always find it very interesting. He's absolutely covered in tattoos. Um, so to say that he's like a, like a Saturday Night Live kind of guy. Um, not going to lie, surprises me. He's got a stand-up special on Netflix. Saw a couple of trailers for it. was like Meh. Okay. Uh, which reminds me, I haven't written that. Haven't written it. Uh, so I'm just going to put that there so I don't forget. Uh, Pete Davidson. Stand up. Um, so... It's a semi or quite close autobiographical film about his life. His dad was a firefighter who died in 9-11 um, and it's, it portrays that story. Uh, the fact that it's got um, Steve Buscemi is in it, I believe. Yes. Uh, but more important, almost more importantly, uh, one of the main guys in it, in like a, 
not quite a leading role, but well, no, it is a leading role. Is your friend of mine, Uncle Billy, Bill Burr? Uh, this is the film that he kept talking about. They had to grow this monstrous mustache for. He does have a massive ginger mustache in it. Um, and again, this brings us back to something like this. I'm like, hey, you know. Billy's getting out there, he's doing his thing, he's been in The Mandalorian, that was quite big. He's been in um, been in this film. I want to support this. So, and this is how it goes. I've watched loads of trailers, I've watched loads of like videos recently. It's a Judd Apatow film, so you know, reasonably good credit there. Um, the the behind the scenes stuff I watched, I watched a lot of um, stuff about it. I was like, do you know something? This film doesn't jump out as exactly my kind of thing you know there's tattoos and stuff there's a lot of uh, there's people in it that i'd like to sort of watch um but it's not my i certainly wouldn't be my go-to but you know something i'm interested i'm invested so here's what i'm going to do to find out if i like this pete davidson guy i'm going to watch his stand-up special which I did and i'll talk about it in a bit so i watched that that day i'm like Right, I'm ready. I can do this. I'm going to rent that movie. I am going to rent that film. So they're not getting a cinema release. It's this big thing. Because of the way things are, the film's ready and it should come out. So they do, they're do. they doing VOD. Uh, so releasing it to digital. Away it goes. Get people to rent it. They're doing like the cinema version of it. Da, 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 da. Get out there, rent it, watch it. Loads of people I know have been talking about, and uh, not that I know, loads of people I follow have been talking about it. So uh, I saw today Nick Kroll was talking about it on Instagram. Obviously, Bertie Boy, um, Bert Kreischer had sort of mentioned that he'd watched it and it was great. Getting great reviews. So I'm like, I'm down, I'm invested, let's do this. So I go and I have a look how much it is to rent. So, Jason Mews and his iTunes friends want you to give them £5.49 for the privilege of seeing Method in the Madness. That, my friends, would be a bargain in comparison to the £14, I'll say that one again, Fourteen, one, four, fourteen pounds that they want for you to rent the King of Staten Island. I could not believe it. Irony is that when I went to look for how much Method in the Madness was, the top thing on the films list was the King of Staten Island rent for $13.99, like, go fuck yourself. Who in their right mind is paying £14 to rent a film? When it says cinema experience, are they meaning they rape you at the door for the ticket price? Is that what they meant by the cinema experience? Holy shit! Can you imagine who the person that pin that pitched that idea? Got a great idea, guys. What we're going to do? We need to recoup the money on this one. So I've got a great idea. We're going to price ourselves completely out of the market by charging people fourteen pounds to rent a film that they cannot see any other way if they wanted to to rent the film. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I know that you've already looked up to see when it comes out on Blu-ray and how much it'll be. And you know that it's £15 to buy it on Blu-ray when it comes out. So why the fuck would you pay £14 to rent it? I know what you're thinking. But people are stupid and that's what they'll do. Honestly. There's no wonder that it's a load of, like comedians and famous people that are talking about how great this film is because they're the only ones that have got enough money to rent it honestly back of my head gone 
when I saw the price of that. So, what this brings me back to is, for all my, oh, I'm getting into renting films, it kind of feels like a, a Saturday afternoon back in the days when you'd go down to Blockbuster with your card and rent, you know, two films for, I don't know, three quid or a five or whatever. Mm -mm. No, it doesn't remind me of that. What it reminds me of is um, getting robbed at gunpoint. That, maybe. So yeah, um, the the renting movies is probably coming to an end for me because I, I've been priced out of the market. Um, speaking about priced out of the market, uh, the last week, the, the last week, featured uh, the PlayStation 5 launch announcement. Um, I've had to be very careful what I say to various people. I've spoken to uh, a few people. Myself and JK did a PS5 launch podcast. If you haven't listened to it or you haven't watched it, jump over to YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts from, give that a whirl. It's well worth it. We break down a lot of the games and stuff, a lot of the announcement. Um, I knew that I couldn't go full balls to the wall on that podcast about my opinions. Um, but hey, you guys, you guys tune in for my uninformed opinions. So, I can say whatever the hell I want on this podcast. This is just me, baby. It's just me. So, I'm not going to go through all the stuff. If you want to hear about all the stuff, go and check out the other podcast I've already done about it. PlayStation 5 launch announcement, whatever the hell it's called, has to be hands down one of, if not the, worst announcements for a games console started off oh uh, we're gonna give you uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna allow you to have Grand Theft Auto 5 a game that came out on the PS3 so two generations ago guess what we're remastering that bad boy yeah mmm mmm yes that is definitely the way to open up your uh, your brand new console. I'm talking about a um, a remaster from two generations ago. Really did set the tone of the whole thing. Um, every single game on that list, just it was just like, hey, do you want a game that's got a number after it? Well, here you go. I've got a Hitman tattoo. Did you know that? You might not. No, you do. That's because I'm dedicated to the cause. I can see a little version of Agent 47 right right now from here. And I know that in my living room there is a like a little statue of Agent 47. You cannot say that I am not committed to the Hitman cause. Stuck with them through thick and thin. There was some thin. Um and they announced Hitman 3 coming to PlayStation 5 and I went, alright. It's not this isn't a launch trailer. It's a it's a game that has a number after it. Yes, I would look for, very much forward to playing another Hitman game. Love it. We'll probably get it on the PlayStation 4. If it's if it's available, you never know. Maybe they want maybe they're not gonna do that. Um I've been seriously considering my role, that might sound weird, my involvement, my where I put my energies. Uh, I put my energies into podcasting, I put my energies into my children, I put my energies into um, watching stuff and playing stuff and, um, you know, various things. I put my energies into. I'm starting to think that this could be a good point to get off this train. Games are going to be too expensive. PS5 is going to announce its release and they're going to announce that it's going to cost £600. 
They're going to want 60 quid for games at release, 65 quid at games for a release. And that, none of that is going to change for a year. And that is too much money. And the games of this generation have been terrible. And I'm not, that, that, that's not the right word. But this has been the remaster generation. Every game it released has a number after it, or the word remastered. Probably a bad time to take a sip. Um, we've had some good games. We've had some really good games. But have we had any great games? Yeah, probably. You know, you're immediately going to go to your God of War, Spider-Man, stuff like that. But, bearing in mind that we're getting Spider-Man again, PlayStation 5, and things like that, it's like, it kind of feels like we've gone as far as we can. Graphically, nothing they showed looked like it couldn't run on the PS4. There was just nothing there. So incredibly lacking as an announcement. I can't even begin to tell you. And I have tried to tell you. So I'm starting to think that it might be time to... Uh, for want of a better way of putting it, get out of the game. Um, we'll see. You know, it's gonna, it'll develop going forward. Eventually, they will have to tell us how much it's going to cost. And disappoint a lot of people. Um, but you know. Keep tuning into the Games Keeper podcasts. Because we'll, we'll keep you updated with anything we hear. Um, so there's that. But yeah. It feels like this this could be. Uh, possibly be the end of a generation. Who knows. Hmm. Do you remember last week. When I did Pet Love Pet Hate. And I only had a Pet Hate. Well, some might say what goes round comes round. Because this week, I only have a pet love. So, there are certain smells that I feel are probably quite universal. You get those people that are like, oh, I really like the smell of petrol. I'm one of them. I love the smell of petrol. Um... Probably not something that I can easily explain, but I don't know if anybody could who, who, like me, loves the smell of petrol. Here's a weird one, but, you know, let's get it out there and get it done. Um, nappy sacks. Do you know, you know those scented nappy sacks? Um, I love the smell of, of, of nappy sacks. There, I've said it. Hi, my name's Cookie, and... Uh, I'm a nappy psychoholic. It's been, uh, I don't know, it's been a little while since I changed the nappy. Not, not that I don't do that job. It's just the way it falls. Um, so yeah, to counteract last week's only having a pet hate, this week I've got, I've only got a pet love. Nothing jumped out pet hate wise. Um, I've got 3D pen on the list, but not because I've done any, so we'll skip past that. Let's start talking about some stuff I've been watching. Haven't got a film this week. Um, really wanted to get a film watched. Uh, wanted to watch it over the weekend. Uh, it's difficult to watch um, to watch film uh, sometimes. Um, like my eldest, she um, goes to bed later than the others, and uh, we have like we have our time and there's a lot of um, we have like sometimes we play games and it's just it's just us um, sometimes she'll read a book to me and I'll read to her like always ends with me reading to her um, but because she goes to bed later it gets later pardon me not always point in time the best point in time to do a movie um I think the other thing, and quite a big part of it is, is that I really haven't had the the drive. I think this whole the, like the renting movies thing has kind of thrown me because though that was two films that I would have potentially watched in the last week, 
that I now haven't because of this whole renting movies thing. But I've been watching other stuff. So, keeping you posted on the Breaking Bad front. Man. I am. I must be at the back, the very back end of Series 5 now. I. I properly have to gear myself up to watch it. And, and we'll come to what what else I've been watching. I can't watch it all the time. I remember binging um, series 3, 4 and 5 of Breaking Bad. Originally. This time round I'm like, i got to take a break. It's too much. Uh, it's weird because like, like I was watching it like earlier today. And then since I've not been watching it, it, it's all I've been thinking about. It's just like that. Like uh, the the last episode I watched was a super crucial episode. It was kind of like another, I don't know what you call it, like an epitome, no, maybe. Like a, a peak episode of, um, of Breaking Bad. Uh, I don't, um, you know, when I, I don't want to give you any spoilers for a real, not really, but an old TV program that, like I always say, you would have either watched or not watched by now. And if you've not watched by now, my review probably ain't going to change your mind. People died. I think in that episode, like, three people died. Um... It's fantastic. It's <clears throat> hands down. It is the best TV there has ever been. Um, I I can't say that enough, and I'll never get tired of saying it. it. Hands down, the best TV there has ever been. But this time round, yeah, I'm like, whew, tough going. Um, because of that I've needed to break it up uh, and I've needed like palette cleansers here and there and just like breaks from it um, I stumbled across a TV program um, with, that was that had somebody who is becoming one of my new firm favourites um, the TV program in question is on Netflix and it's called Trigger Warning with Killer Mike Killer Mike is um, one of the members of the band Run the Jewels. Um, I'm just going to quickly run the. Really? No, I spelled the wrong dickhead. Run the Jewels, here we go. Uh, run the Jewels, members. So what is this guy called? LP? I suppose that would be like... Uh... So. I would have thought that it would have been like... List, they would have listed other people. Because there's like DJs and stuff. Anyway, uh, as it says here... I might as well now have looked it up and ruined the flow. I might as well read this bit to you. Uh, where the fuck did that go? Brother Jules, also known by the initialism... Wow. RTJ is an American hip-hop supergroup duo. Um, me and hip-hop have a have an up-and-down relationship. Um, I like... Um, I hate to say it, but I like super commercial hip-hop. Uh, it's, not, it's not a music form that I can always get on board with. Um... You know, I love the I love the heavy hitters, Snoop, Dre, um, those guys. Um, Eminem, although I realised recently, uh, a really long-winded story. I realised recently that Eminem is actually dad music. Uh, I realised when uh, when Bert Kreischer was asking his daughters if they'd heard the new Eminem album, and they were like looking at him like he had two heads, and he talked about that, and it was like. I've heard, I've heard the new Eminem album. And I've got an Eminem album on a playlist that I'm playing a lot at the moment. 
uh, the realization that Eminem was around when I was a child, it was kind of like, holy shit, Eminem is dad music. Um, so it's kind of that. Um, Ice Cube, um, Ice T, but I prefer uh, I prefer his body count stuff, stuff like that. Recently, sort of come across Run the Jewels. Um, can I, th I think this is a Bert Kreischer thing. Although, I think Luke might have told me to listen to Run the Jewels previously. I was trying to remember. But the thing that actually made me physically go and listen to it was Bert Kreischer playing Run the Jewels on the tour bus and everybody sort of singing along. And I was like, hey, that, that music's kind of cool. Um, downloaded an album which then turned out that um, they've done intro music to a comedy show that I've seen a lot of clips on because it has a lot of like my favourite stand-ups on this is not happening so they do the intro music and another piece of music for that but it's just like their music. They haven't done it specifically for the price. It's just their music is being used. Started listening to the albums. I'm like, man, these albums are good. I got really into it. Then, next thing, they've got a new album out. Which I listened to. Really good. And I think because I listened to it, I was like, damn, this album's good. I went back and listened to the others. And I was like, damn, these albums are really good. Super into Run the Jewels at the moment. Listen to, the, listen to them a lot. Off the through all of this, um, there's been obviously there was the the killing of George Floyd, which sparked almost what you would call a revolution through that just was like a wave through America. And one of the things that popped up was a video of Killer Mike. Um, he comes out, he's crying. Um, he's been you know he's an activist as well as a as an artist. Um, he comes out, he comes up to the to a podium, and he's just like, I don't know what to say because I don't want to be here. And he just keeps saying, I don't want to be here. And it's really powerful stuff. Um, and he's got... Um, sorry, laptop. He's got um, interesting views for... Um, some uh, Luca said to me today, I think it was. Um, oh, he's got really interesting views for um, gun control. I think there's this thing that he he condones gun guns and stuff. Um, so kind of like I'm like, kind of like this guy seems cool. He's in a band that I'm, that I'm enjoying. Um, cool. I'm down with this. Then I see this program, Trigger Warning, with Killer Mike. I'm like, hell yeah. Let's see what this is about. I think it was only six episodes, eight episodes maybe. Um, it was all about, like, the black community. Especially with the things that are going on at the moment. Um, Netflix have entitled, titled it as like part of the Black Lives Movement stuff that they're doing. So I was like, I, I want to watch this. I'm like, you know something, I'll watch this instead of watching an episode of Breaking Bad because I need a break at the moment. First episode. I'm going to live, Killer Mike's like, I'm going to live for three days only on stuff produced by black companies. Um, and you know how that sort of works and he goes he's going to a show uh, things like he can't smoke weed because although the people he he gets the weed from uh, might be um, might be black the stores that he buys it from might be black weed is grown by white people so the farms are owned by white people so he can't can't smoke weed uh, found, finds it really difficult to find food. Food is a, a main sort of thing that he really struggled with. Um, finding somewhere to stay. 
a hotel that's owned by black people, things like that. Um, you know, there was stuff he could do. He could travel around on a bike, found a bus company that was run by black people, and that was that. Really good episode, really, really interesting. Like, it talks about different ways that, like, how black community was years ago and how they were able to operate and how that sort of died away now which is um which is a shame and at the end he talks about how you know if you want to support black communities you should have a, a day a week where you only buy from black companies um fortunately he was able to get a phone um that was that was owned by a phone company that was owned by um by black people so that's the first episode. Next episode is about education. Uh, and he was saying, like, you know, schools don't stu- schools don't educate people right. We should educate people to uh, learn a trade. Um, and he goes into schools and trying to get them to believe in his... I mean, he, largely he's taking the piss. Um, like, tell children that they shouldn't dream big. They should learn how to be a carpenter or whatever. And then he sort of, he takes his education style into adult education, like people are out of work, it's like, why are you out of work when you should be learning a trade, watch some YouTube videos and this, that and the other. And it was one of those, you know, he's a musician and he's famous and he's worth a lot of money and so on and so forth. So every single person in the room's like, ah, I really want to be a musician. Um, And I've got this song and it's like, Jesus. So that was that episode. So far into it, I'm like, this this, this Brom's cool. I kind of like Kilimanjaro. You know, I, he's funny. He seems to be he's very um, tuned in. Um, this is cool. And then the program took a turn. Um, there was an episode where he was trying to get um, black community to have their own soda uh, for the for the American audience uh, or pop. For the British people. Um, and that was fine. And that was fine. That was fine. Then, he, then there's the thing where they go to a, they do a focus group. And there's this guy in the focus group. And Killer Mike says to this guy. As part of the conversation they're having. Uh, he just calls him a racist. Um, and this guy loses his shit. And they have this altercation. Uh, and it goes on for quite a while. And it's. You know, some, when you're watching something that's really embarrassing and then you get embarrassed, it was it was kind of like that. So, it's like, wow, that's that's intense. I think it might have been a couple of episodes later. He's like, oh, I want to I wanna make my own sovereign state. Like, okay, you know, that's another thing that this program can explore, that's cool. No, it wasn't the sovereign state. He wanted to make a super group that amalgamate, amalgamated all these different uh, people from different backgrounds and they were going to make one song. And next thing, he brings back the guy that he had the altercation with who just so happened to mention that he had a song from the other episode. And I'm like, oh shit, man. This is going to be interesting. Then they start talking about the altercation. Then it just goes from there. And what had been a really interesting will, a really interesting look at um, black communities and things like that, and all these different things that this episode, that this series was tackling, turned into a reality TV show. And I'm like, the fuck is this? And it just went from there. And then. Every episode after that, it was just a reality TV show. And I'm like, the hell are we doing? Why are we doing this? Why has this program took a left turn from Realism Street to reality TV show? And obviously, I have to sort of say at this point, I don't, you know, 
I, I'm not stupid enough to think that everything that happens uh, on on these TV things, uh, it's all organic. I understand, you know, they probably do multiple takes, they probably ask multiple questions, it's edited, all of this. So it's not real, real, real. It portrays reality. But why did it then get so far and suddenly just was like, oh, we're a reality TV show now? It was weird. Another one of those situations where I was really enjoying it as a program and then I wasn't. I'm not into that sort of stuff. Uh, I was really disappointed with the way the back end of that series went. It was hugely unnecessary. Hugely unnecessary. Made no sense. Really detracted from the rest of the series. Because now I'm going back going, well, what about the rest of it? Was it all just horseshit? Because that... That seems to me like it's really insulting. It, I, I've never seen something take such a swerve in the road like that program did. Um, yeah, it was it was what it was. I, I, I certainly went back to watching Breaking Bad once I'd finished it as a series. As I mentioned previously, uh, I did watch the Pete Davidson stand-up. Um... It was, it was fine. It, it felt a bit weird at some points. There was points where I was like, has this been done like at the start of the lockdown? And after a while I was like, I'm not sure there's a crowd there. I wonder if the laughter is like, almost like canned laughter. For ages you never saw the audience. And then there was a point where you did see the audience. And I was like, could that have been just filmed at another point in time? It, something about it felt off especially about like when it was released and stuff because I'm sure it's been released in this lockdown obviously it will have been filmed a while ago so you know maybe I'm completely wrong but for a long time at the start I was a bit like I don't think there's any crowd there maybe that's just an effect they were going for I don't know not super roll around on the floor laugh out loud funny for the majority, it was just, it was fine. Nothing wrong with it. I'd put, I'd probably put it in the Crystalia kind of area where it didn't offend me in any way, shape or form. So I was fine having it on, um, kind of like background stuff. It was fine. It was, it was enjoyable enough to carry on watching. What I will say is, in there, there was a good two or three absolute corkers, like top-notch jokes were in there. There is a Louis C.K. joke, which I was proper out loud laughing at. Kind of the, the kind of joke you want to cheer at the TV sort of thing. Just top-notch joke. So, all in all, an enjoyable experience. Obviously, the back end of that story resulted in me getting irate when I saw the uh, the price that they wanted to for me to rent that movie. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Now then, had I finished The Last of Us the last time we spoke? Or have I finished that in the last... I think I must have finished that recently. Okay, so I finished The Last of Us. Oh, we're talking about games now, by the way. Finished The Last of Us. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that was that. Started it again, just as a kind of New Game Plus kind of thing, but then stopped playing it after doing the first 20 minutes or so. Um, once you kind of get to a point where you kind of move around on your own, um, I kind of stopped playing it there. And I have switched to playing Batman Arkham Knight. A game that I've tried to play quite a few times. I have played it from start to finish quite a few times. 
Um, but then there's been time recently where I've tried to play it and just haven't been able to get into it. What I knew was that I'd done that recently and that meant that I'd got past like the beginning of the game. So when I loaded it up, I just started from where I'd got to last time and that kind of pushed me on to keep playing it. So I've been playing that. have also been playing FIFA. Um, I started a new career. Um, I've been playing as somebody who played for Man United. Um, but I really got to a point where I was like, I don't feel like I have any sort of affiliation to this club at this point in time. I felt like a, a, a bit of a fraud, so uh, don't tell James Panash. Panash? Uh, don't tell James Panash, but I am playing. Uh, my, my current career is I'm playing for Middlesbrough Football Club. I'm doing very well. Um, so, yeah. Nothing... Uh, nothing super major on the VR front. Um, I've, I've, I've done boxing in the last hour. Um, it makes me feel sick at the moment. Um, I've, I've, I've upped the difficulty to like the second highest difficulty. And I think it's that that's making me feel sick. Um, so, like for example, I stopped, bo stopped doing the boxing and then came up here to record the podcast rather than eating my tea. Because I felt sick. It seems to be a common theme. I played a little bit of Sorrento. Uh, the one thing that I that I, I mentioned this uh, to Len uh, last night, I was like, I feel super bad because uh, my eldest had, had asked me a few times about playing Moss, and I'd I'd, I'd said, yeah, 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 we'll do that, um, and we just never got round to it. Uh, but then afterwards, I was like, man, she had asked me a few times about that. Um, so yeah, feel bad about that. Need to uh, need to rectify that the at the next available opportunity. Because um, yeah, want to know what's going on in Moss. Um, that's kind of it, really. Uh, I know it's been a bit of a up and down, bit of a roller coaster. I know that's why you that's why you come here. Uh, as far as working out is concerned, I increased all nearly all of the weight. I increased the majority of the weights that I'm lifting. Um, it's tough, man. Last night it was. I think it's yesterday might have been the warmest day so far, and I decided, yeah, jogging bottoms, t-shirt, hoodie, get downstairs, crack out the old uh, workout, uh, and by the time I was done. Uh, I managed to sit down and stuff a bit later I actually couldn't move overly well uh, I properly felt like I'd maybe gone one step too far with it all um, the weight is a bit of an issue um, I, I can't I just can't shift it I've not been running um, we had really bad weather and then it's, it's gone immediately back to being unbearably warm both of those are not a great combination for running or the sort of inclination to run. So I haven't been running and ultimately all that is is I know that I need to go running. Um, I've been making all these little changes like baby steps and stuff but none of it's enough. Especially when on a Monday morning I step on the scales and I've either only lost a little bit of weight or not lost any weight or at worst like this morning put weight on um not super happy about that uh, i was looking at some pictures uh with my middle daughter the other day uh showing her pictures like when she was born and stuff like that um and so like a lot of pictures like me and her sort of stuff and i was looking at the pictures i was like man I was thin there. Um, and since then, it's kind of it's kind of made me feel a little bit down, because obviously that you know, it is possible. But as I keep saying, you know, that was to make that possible was it was this huge thing. It was like it was it was pretty much like a bit. It was like everything. It was like you know, getting up super early every day. Um, eating like not a lot 
Uh, let's put it that way. Um, and then, you know, running and gymming and um, badminton and squash and and then and, and more running and more gymming and, and, and all of that it was it was a lot and, and being um, full time dad uh, working full time and you know I am I'm, I'm, I am exercising five times a day it's difficult to do everything but the answer is ultimately you have to do everything so yeah um, I may, I'm, I'm making the little change and I'm doing the baby steps but um, it's not enough ultimately so bigger changes are probably needed so yeah that's that that's it for this week a um, little bit all over the place but uh, maybe a little bit more positive than it has been recently you know who knows um cheers for joining me cheers for tuning in cheers for sticking at it and all that and uh until next time i'm gonna say bye so there we go what do you think to that another one done another one gone did you enjoy it hope so youtube watchers do make sure you're subscribers and um do us a favour and let somebody else know that they should subscribe too. Word of mouth is very important and uh, we really do appreciate it. Click for notifications, then you get informed of any new content that comes out. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there. And uh, you can find our social media le- links and you can find our email link where you can email us at the touch of a button. Um, if you send us an email, I'll read it on air. How about that? So there we go. That's this one done. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.